It's called wokeness, and it's a plague. A plague that places tyranny before freedom, criminality over virtue, and hate over love. It's a plague that threatens what millions have died for. Victory at all costs. Victory in spite of all terror. Victory however long and hard the road may be. We will fight it. We will defeat it. We will eradicate it. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the least woke man in America. Hello, everyone. I am the least woke man in America, and you are the never woke nation, a group of people determined to fight the gunless, godless, free speechless, genderless, or gender confused, I guess I should say, environmental wacko utopia of the env American left, the progressive woke American left, which has very little respect for, as we're learning daily, for individual liberty and individual freedom. Um, I wanted to do a story here with all the stuff going on between inflation and Russia and Ukraine and oil and shortages and COVID and you name it and Hunter's laptop, and which is very significant for a lot of us because it's so true as it, we found out and as many, many millions of Americans who were told by their overbearing left-wing relatives that it wasn't true, we're all about to find out Hunter's laptop was very true and was very hidden and cost Donald Trump most likely the presidency. So, and as far as it being hidden from the American public. One story that I found fascinating that kind of got buried was the Netflix memo that went out. Did anybody hear about this? CEO Reed Hastings, I believe he was the founder of the company. And I know... There's a lot of negative news right now about Netflix. Subscribership is down. Their stock is going down, etc. It's still a very influential company. 222 million paying households. Uh, I think that's between the U.S. and Canada. But it's an incredibly influential company because they make their own content. I mean, even if they, um, you know, were just running out other people's content, which I believe is how they started, what content they chose to allow people access to gave them influence. But the minute they started to make their own content with 222 million households paying, and of course people, you're not gonna believe this, but people actually share passwords. Oh, naughty, naughty little bits like uh, cutting the uh, thing off the mattress. Remember the mattress tag? <laughs> if you cut that, you might be uh, go to jail or something. So uh, naughty people are out there sharing their Netflix passwords. You're not gonna believe that. And um, and so God only knows what the real number of people is influenced by Netflix on a daily or weekly basis. So 222 million households. So Netflix CEO comes out with a memo telling employees, um, here's the long and short of it, my version of it, suck it up. Suck it the freak up. We are a business. We are selling a product to a customer's. Yes, this is a hyper-narcissistic culture, and wokeness is hyper-narcissistic as far as the entire freaking universe revolves around me and what I believe and what I think is true. But we're going to pump the brakes on that and actually fo and focus on customers, and you're going to have to deal with the fact in that process we're not going to meet all of your needs. You're going to have to do 
um, things, not that you, I guess you're, that are illegal, but you might not believe with the, in the values of what you're, the content that we're creating, but you're just going to have to deal with it. So what I'm saying in English is, uh, I'll just take excerpts here from the memo. And this is from Fox Business. You know, people make fun of me. I know a lot of my articles come from Fox. You know why? Not that I'm from Fox Kool-Aid drinker. It's because I can print the articles off Fox. A lot of my friends make fun of me for that. I just like to have a stack before the show starts with stuff printed out in front of me. I don't know. Maybe I'm 43 going on 97, but that's just the way I like to do the show. So anyway, um, and yes, I know I could take screenshots from my iPad and print those. The problem is it prints the pictures out too, which is a waste of ink, and I'm kind of cheap, so the whole thing is just a disaster. Anyway, more than you want to know. So here we go. As employees, we support the principle that Netflix... Uh, Netflix offers a diversity of stories, even if we find some titles counter to our own personal values. Okay, so that's one line of the memo. Also, it says, depending on your role, you may need to work on titles you perceive to be harmful. I can't even say that with a straight face. God only knows if you did a survey of people that work at Netflix, who finds what harmful? I, I just can't even imagine. I, I don't blame them for writing this memo. I, you're dealing with the, a bunch of whack jobs. It's sooner or later somebody has to knock them in line. So the memo continued, if you find it hard to support our content breadth, Netflix might not be the best place for you. Do you realize how anti-woke this memo is? It's incredible. It's, I mean, this is just pure, um, this is pure 1980s and 90s stuff here. I mean, I, for all of us who grew up then and even before then, we're people even tougher than our teachers, coaches, uh, other our parents, other people's parents. It's like tough freaking luck. Uh, we don't live in the world of you create your truth and my create. I create my truth. I'm the one in charge. You're going to do what you're told. You're here for the company. You're here for the team. You're here to learn if it's a school situation. Just shut up and do what you're told. I, I just can't believe this. In 2022, I'm actually reading something like this. I never thought this type of, especially in a media company. I could see like in an oil company or a chemical company or the old blue collar nuts and bolts where people talk like this all the time 10 times worse with a lot more expletives but for a modern american media company to use this type of uh this type of tone is just stunning to me okay here's another line while every title is different we approach them based on a, the same set of principles, which it doesn't say here, but of course, to make it money, he, he won't say that because, you know, he's kind of a leftist himself. We support the artistic expression of the creators we choose to work with. We program for a diversity of audiences and tastes, blah, 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 you know, the normal touchy-feely nonsense. And we let the decide, uh, viewers decide what's appropriate for them. Wow. You're not going to believe this, but see, well, let me finish. Versus Netflix censorships versus having Netflix censor specific artists or voices it added. So let me do that last line again because I interrupted it. I apologize. I just like to hear myself, my own opinion so much I couldn't help myself. No, but seriously, we program for a diversity of audiences and taste. And we let viewers decide what's appropriate for them versus Netflix censor specific artists or voices. Let, let's really, that, that line is so important. Let's break that down. I'll tell you why that's so important. That is... What that is, is Reed Hastings, who is not a card-carrying conservative by any means, 
I'm, and this is what floors me. I'm sure he's a Democrat. I'm sure the upper brass in Netflix are all Democrats. But this shows a couple things. One, they have hit, hit their breaking point. They've hit their breaking point. And um, two, that they have lived in reality. And the funny thing is capitalism. Capitalism, they had a dose of capitalism. And they realize you can't have it both ways. You can't have capitalism, where believe it or not, despite the Gordon Gecko version of capitalism that the left is obsessed with, you have to serve specific uh, needs of your customers or you're not going to be in business, especially when there's this thing called competition. Netflix was the big, you know, the only game in town in a long time when, when it came to streaming. Now... There's tons of streaming competition out there. That's why they're getting beat up. That's why they're losing uh, membership. That's why their stock is way down. Competition. The free marketplace said, we don't care about wokeness. We don't, we're fully functioning, responsible adults. We don't need some purple-haired pansexual who, with an art therapy degree and $150,000 in student loan debt at Net, who works at Netflix, telling us what we're freaking allowed to watch nine o'clock at night after a hard day's work. And guess what? We have other options now. We don't need you, so we're going to go there. So I think behind how nuts they are and be the business um, dynamics, they had to cave. And I think there's a third, and that's where the title of the podcast comes from. I call this the DeSantis effect. I firmly believed and I still do, when Ron DeSantis stood up to Disney, when he stood up to wokeness, there was secretly many people in executive suites, many Democrats, they might not be Marxist. They might be the type that, but they're the type, they're Democratic enough, they donated to Barack Obama, and they supported Biden over Trump, and they might have held fundraisers at their house. And they're very socially liberal, but they still kind of believe in a quasi-capitalism, a smart, cool, environmentally conscious capitalism. You know, it's all still capitalism, but they throw that crap in there to feel better about themselves. So, um, and I think when DeSantis did what he did as far as standing up to Disney and the don't say gay bill, I really believe it. I believe it at the time. I'm not kidding. I might have said in the podcast, that gave everybody a sense of relief. That and the Elon Musk thing, that it really, we, you can stand up to these people. They saw the response DeSantis got. They saw how people stood up for him. They saw how he did not let liberal Twitter, which is a just a make-believe world, bully him. And I really think, you know, human beings are what they call homeo, we're homo, homeostatic creatures. We really fight against change. If, 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 let's use a more commonsensical way about it. We're cowardly. We're lazy. We don't want to, we don't, for the most part, unless people are crazy or confrontational, don't like to interrupt the status quo, etc. And I really believe there were Democratic executives and suites across this country who are mentally exhausted from the wokeness, from the uh, tiptoeing around them, from worrying about being sued, and just all the nonsense that comes along with that, saw DeSantis uh, do what he needs to do, and were relieved by it. Like, oh my God, I can finally stand up to these people, because they saw how it all played out. And... 
and you combine that with Musk buying Twitter, I just, I, you know, it's not just about DeSantis. I know many of you probably interpret this point, my weird man crush on Ron DeSantis. I, I'm sorry, I just can't apologize for it. You got to remember, this is a guy who the left tried to, you know, make out as the guy who got paid to shoot the rats at the dump. And now, all and, you know, and he just was enraged and hated, he loved Trump and hated minorities. And all of a sudden he was governor of Florida. And you've heard me say it before, incredible resume stood up to the woke left and then you add musk to the to the to it buying twitter and uh, i'm not going to be redundant i really think this cracks something open where these ceos and, and i think part of it now netflix also you know is a big you know obviously related to they had the situation uh with dave Chappelle also and i think they saw the uh he, you know dave Chappelle has done a lot with netflix and that the way they ran up there in punched him on the stage that might have also been a wake-up call for the people at Netflix. that was terrible i've seen a dave for chappelle special i forgot the name of the one i mean he literally talks about a person he had a relationship with who um was a transsexual and when it got out i'm trying to remember, hope i remember this correctly that he she was friends with chappelle she got so much heat from that community she committed suicide and she was friends with Chappelle but the psychological abuse from the rest of the trans commit uh, community is what forced her to kill herself I mean look at that type of people we are dealing with here so um, I, I just thought like I said this is if we talk about the culture as I've said before culture is such an important word it establishes our norms and for a long time now, we've allowed the norm to be tiptoeing, tiptoeing around and meeting the needs of, like he's saying here in this memo, you know, and I'm sure God only knows in Netflix what took place as far as people complaining about, I don't want to work on this show. I don't want to work on this movie. I got a problem with this. I got a problem with that. Um, and it just shut it all down. We're not putting up with this anymore. We're not being held hostage by the most psychologically unstable of the 3% of the population. And that's what I have been talking about for years now. This is a big breakthrough, and I'll, I'll leave it on this. I mean, there's two people, well, there's a lot of people, but two people in particular, Ben Shapiro and Jordan Peterson, two influential people I think are highly intelligent, listen to them all the time. I really admire them both a lot. And they really built their careers on this. I was looking, getting ready for this show. Um, it was 2000. In 18 when um, Peterson really took off like a rocket with the whole Kathy Newman interview because remember Peterson was so pissed because he's a University of Toronto professor and the Canadian Parliament was thinking about if I'm remembering this correctly how what pronouns you're allowed to use and uh, Peterson fought against that took off like a rocket Shapiro 2015 I believe it was um, Remember the interview he was with, with the woman, uh, transsexual, it's a guy, okay, well, whatever the person goes by, I'm I, the bodybuilder, okay, remember that, and he put his hand on the, uh, or her hand on the back of Shapiro's neck, and said, called him little man, and Shapiro, to his credit, actually, I think, pressed charges that the, um, Police got involved, which I think was in California, so I don't even know if that mattered. Maybe back then there was police, there was law enforcement. Uh, you know, it's a 
disaster right now. And because uh, he threatened him right there, he put his. You could literally watch it on YouTube where he puts his hand on the back of Shapiro's neck and says, "Little man," because Shapiro kept referring to her as a guy, which biologically he is a guy, regardless of what he thinks about himself. He's a guy. So um, that was 2050. That was seven years ago. The uh, when Peterson's career took off, that was four years ago, two very smart, very passionate, very courageous individuals. And I'm not trying to be negative, but it feels like we have lost ground, even with those two and others. And I mean, those are two whose careers took off because of this woke circus. And then the usuals, Tucker, Glenn Beck, Sean Hannity, Michael Sav, the whole right-wing media, Bill O'Reilly have been fighting against it themselves all this time. And again, I'm not trying to be pessimistic, but I have personally felt we've been losing ground. You have too, as far as these the canceling, the tiptoeing, the censorship, and to see uh, the moves with Musk, DeSantis, and now Netflix, I can't help to think that one, uh, certain people even within Hollywood have met their breaking point, whether it's for personal reasons or business reasons, and there might be more of it to come. So uh, I think this is good news, but we have to keep fighting on. Culture is a big word. Uh, there are side effects of this um, nonsense. And frankly, as American citizens, by law, in our Constitution, our purpose in life is not to tiptoe 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Millions of people have died to prevent that. And I'll be damned if I'll let that uh, be my life. So until next time, I am the least woke man in America. You are the never woke nation. Take care of yourself, everybody.